0: I knew that as I was getting into the real estate space, starting to become more of an entrepreneur and pushing myself to do things financially and career-wise that I was not comfortable with, I knew that I wanted to strengthen my mind and the fortitude that I'd have to be able to overcome challenging things. And I saw marathon training as a way for me to do that on a daily basis. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, I wanted to talk about my experience with running the Bossa Marathon. I ran in my second Bossa Marathon with Teddy's team, which is a nonprofit organization focused on raising awareness for stroke and heart disease. So I wanted to touch on how I got into marathons, why I'm doing it, how it went, and how I'm using some of what I've learned in the personal development space to help me improve and get better within my training. So to start, why I'm running marathons. For years, I would go to my father-in-law as marathon events and I'd see everyone crossing the finish line and I would think why am i not doing this for myself you know I'm young I'm fit I should be able to do this I'm gonna sign up for one I'd leave the event thinking I'm gonna sign up I'd do a little bit of research and then I wouldn't sign up I would say you know what I don't need to sign up now I'll do it later then I would kind of forget about it but then I started seeing this pattern of not taking action and what I started to realize was that looking back now I actually had a fear of failure I think I had this lingering in the back of my mind well what if If I sign up and don't finish, I'm going to seem like a failure. I'm going to feel like a failure. And it's just easier to not sign up because then no one knows that I intended to do this. So there's going to be no chance of me failing. And unfortunately, that really holds a lot of people back. And so by actually getting into the real estate space, starting to learn about personal development, that's when I had that realization that I was letting this fear of failure and fear of judgment or fear of what other people think hold me back and not sign up. So finally, what I did was I just said, you know what, I'm gonna sign up. I'm gonna take the action to sign up and I'm gonna figure it out later. And that's what I did. I ended up joining a running group with a coach so that I could learn the techniques for hydration and nutrition, running form, training. So I immediately had the expertise of the coach, the lessons that they've learned, and that helped jumpstart me and get ahead so that I could train for a much longer period of time without getting injured. And that's really served me quite well. Another reason that I wanted to get into running aside from just pushing myself physically and proving to myself that I could do something as challenging as a marathon was that I wanted to develop a mental strength and fortitude to overcome very challenging things. There wasn't really anything in my life at the time that was very challenging for me to have to overcome. I was pretty comfortable. I had a W-2 job as an engineer, getting paid very well. I would go to the gym, I'd work out, but on a daily basis, I really wasn't challenging myself. But I knew that as I was getting into the real estate space, starting to become more of an entrepreneur and pushing myself to do things financially and career wise that I was not comfortable with, I knew that I wanted to strengthen my mind and the fortitude that I'd have to be able to overcome challenging things. And I saw marathon training as a way for me to do that on a daily basis, because in marathon training, you're probably training six days a week, it might be three to four days of running a couple of days of strength. And within that you're running hills or pushing pace, maybe running tempo runs or doing strength training. Every single one of those days is an opportunity for you to do what you say you're going to do, what your training plan says, or not not do that. And so it was an opportunity for me to prove to myself every single day that I'm going to show up and do what I say I'm going to do. And then even within a training run, if you're doing multiple sprints or multiple hills, each one of those segments is another opportunity for you to either stop short, which I had a pattern of doing prior to joining marathons, I would stop short on something, I'd get close to the end, but then I would stop or I would say I'm going to sprint to this mailbox, but then I stop a couple steps early. And I realized it was that mentality of just kind of getting close and then giving up was also translating into other areas of my life. And so now I flip that where I look at each session as an opportunity for me to start and complete 100% and not just stop at 95%. And so that's really helped me, again, become someone who does what they say they're going to do and doesn't just say, I'll get to it tomorrow. You know, it's raining today or it's snowing today. I'm not going to do my training run. I'll do it when it's more comfortable. No, I go outside and I get it done. And eventually what you start to learn is that you look forward to these challenges. I did a number of runs this winter in 15 degree weather snowing, some 35 degrees and raining, some nice days. So it was this wide range of weather conditions. And in the beginning, it's not easy to get out there and do that. I really don't want to put on several layers and freeze my butt off outside. But once you do it, you realize that it's actually not that bad. And then the next time you realize, hey, I did this the other day, I can do this again. And so you just start to build that strength and mental fortitude. So I thought it'd be good to also talk about some of the preparation work that I've learned within the personal development space that translated well for me within the marathon space. And one of them is visualization. So one thing I did was I watched a video that runs through the whole course profile so you can see the downhills, the ups, the turns, and exactly what the course looks like. And that allowed me to then have a better visual of the course. I would be visualizing things like, I know that for the first several miles with there being tens of thousands of people in this race, it's gonna be quite congested and it's gonna be slow. So I visualized going slower in the beginning, not weaving in and out of runners like I did last year and that really burnt me out. So I visualized some of the challenges that I might be faced with and then what I would do in that situation so that I would be better prepared. Especially when you're running such a long distance, your mind might not be thinking clearly, but but I'm giving myself a chance of doing the right thing because I've now been visualizing it. And so I've got something, whether it's conscious or subconscious, I've got that memory in the back of my mind of I visualize this, I've thought about this issue or this challenge and I have an idea of how to handle it or overcome it. So visualizing the course, visualizing challenges that you might face. I also visualized just having fun, high-fiving people, being present, enjoying the moment. You know, that's one thing that I struggled with a little bit. The first time I ran it, I wanted to break four hours and that was really my focus and my motivation. And I put so much energy into breaking four hours that I got really tired towards the end and it became a real struggle for the last eight miles. And when it becomes a struggle like that, which some people might refer to as hitting the wall, it becomes kind of a drag. It's very tough physically. It's very tough mentally. It's hard to be positive and happy. And I didn't want to have that same experience in this run. I've spent four months training, going through the process, training in all types of weather conditions in the morning, late at night, just showing up every day. I really wanted for this race to one, have a strong finish time. But more importantly, I wanted to have fun, be present, enjoy. The fruits of my labor, so to speak, from all of the training runs that I've done leading up to this. A few other things that worked really well for me were focusing on nutrition. And the way I was able to focus on nutrition and have confidence in that was that I had hired a health optimization coach and we had a plan tailored to me, my specific needs, and the workouts or the physical load that I was placing on myself. And by going through what my carbs, proteins, and fat should be, when to eat, when to supplement. I put myself in a really good position to be strong during the race and strong after the race. And that's something that I really noticed a difference on. I felt strong late in the run. And then after the run, after I had pushed harder than I had ever pushed, I felt great. And some people had commented that I looked great. They were surprised that I had just finished running. And really I attribute that to the fact that I had dialed in my nutrition. I had hired that coach and then I had joined a webinar three days before about, what to do two to three days out. It's called carb loading. That's something that you might've heard before. It's really just eating a lot of carbs the day before so you can get the carbs and the energies in your muscles so that you can tap into those when you are really depleted on a run, which for me was just under four hours of a run. And so that was one of those lessons that carried over from the personal development and the real estate side, which was I've seen growth in those spaces because I've hired coaches and surrounded myself with people who've done it before. And so on the running side, I did just that by joining a running group, having a running coach and hiring and nutritionist to help me be best prepared for my training and for my run. And then some other things that are beneficial within running long distance like a marathon is to have some mental strategies to help get you through those tough times, which again, we talk a lot about in the personal development space as well. If you're pushing yourself, you will get uncomfortable, but it's your mindset that helps you get through that situation and reframe it and not just stop. Within a marathon, I lean on a few different mental strategies to help me get through. These mental strategies are kind of like games that you're playing to help you stay positive. And so one of those is looking at certain milestones, whether it's hitting mile 10, which is now you're in the double digits, or maybe it's hitting the 13.1 and knowing that now you're halfway and you're no longer counting up, you're counting down. Or another milestone for me is once we hit mile 17, now I have single digit miles left. So instead of there being 20 miles or 18 miles or 10 miles, now it's 9, then 8, then 7. It's not very different than 11 miles left or 10 miles left. 9 all of a sudden feels so much shorter because it's single digits. But again, it's just tricking your mind, playing these games to help you stay positive and stay motivated while your energy is depleted and while you still got quite a bit of time to go. Another one that I'll do is break down the marathon into sections. So so once we get to, let's say mile 20, I know that there's six miles left and that's really just a 10k. For most of the runs throughout all of your marathon training, they're at least a 10k. So now you can call back or look back onto all the training runs that you've done that are six miles or seven miles and say, okay, I know I just did 20 miles, but I've only got six in front of me and that's just a loop around the block. Then you get down to three miles and I know that the loop that I do in my area is just a three mile loop. and It feels super short when I just go for a three mile run. I try to put whatever I've done in the back of my mind and not think about the fact that I've already done 20 23 miles, I just have three left to go. And then another thing that has really helped me is having some sort of mantra. It's different for everybody. In one of my runs, it was the word undeniable, which is something to try to pump myself up while I'm getting tired. In this run, it was, I've heard a few people say that in the first two thirds of a race, which is about the first 18 to 20 miles, you want to run smart. And that means focus on the pace that you're supposed to run. Don't go out too fast because there's still so much of a run left that you can really burn yourself out. So run smart for the first two-thirds of the race and then run with your heart the last one-third. That last six to eight miles is a short enough time where you can really start to push it if you feel good and you start running more with your heart. And that was something that I kept reminding myself was to run with my heart. In that moment, that is what felt right to me and I just kept repeating that to myself as I'd get tired. I would say run with your heart and that would just help get me through whatever tough time I might have been having in that moment. And doing all that prep work really helps, especially for when you finish. So last year when I finished, I had mentioned that I really pushed hard, probably too early, and it was really tough for me at the end. And I was really depleted. I enjoyed the finish. I felt accomplished, but I was so tired and depleted that it was hard for me to fully enjoy the moment. I had to sit down and someone asked if I needed to go to the medical tent, which I didn't fortunately, and I was fine. But I was so depleted and not as prepared for the race at the time that I just couldn't fully enjoy the finish line. But that was completely different this time where I was just much better prepared nutritionally. I had a much stronger race because I had better prepared. And some of that came with experience because this was my second time running it. Now I knew the course. I knew what I could have improved on from last year. And so I improved on that this year and doing all of those things, putting in the reps, continuing to learn, continuing to grow. It allowed me to have a much better race and really enjoy that finish, that sense of accomplishment. And it just led to an overall better experience. And I think that this has a lot of parallels in the personal development space, whether you're pushing yourself in real estate or in business, putting in the reps, showing up every day, learning and growing and tapping into mentors and coaches so that you can learn from them, learn from their mistakes, learn from their failures so that you can improve and you don't have to make a lot of those mistakes yourself. And I've just seen so much parallels here where I've been able to grow as a runner and an endurance athlete that has really given me a lot of confidence that I think would have taken me a lot more time to achieve. on. my my own. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.